Hello everyone, we are fast approaching the 100th episode of Black Armada Tales and to celebrate we're going to hold a Q&A session which you can watch live on YouTube. We would love to have your questions for this session so please send us any questions you have about the show, about the games and the characters, about food, Australian and British culture, whatever you want to ask us about, we would love to hear it. You can send those questions to josh at blackarmada.com or hit any of us up on social media and we'll be happy to hear your questions. The Q&A session will be on the 12th of December at 7.30pm GMT, that's 2.30pm Eastern. And there is a link to that in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to Black Armada Tales, an actual play podcast. My name is Josh Fox. My pronouns are he and him. I am your GM tonight, and at the top of the alphabet, I have with me... My name's Becky Anderson, I'm playing Lieutenant Emily Loris, also known as Hellcat, and we'll be playing the Ares playbook, and our pronouns are she and her. We will be. Me and Emily. <laughs> cool. I want to watch that. Mm. I'm Ed Tomlinson, and I'll be playing Dr. Tobias Roy, who, as everyone remembers, gives a lot to charity, and was <laughs> Father Christmas last year for all those kids so just to bear that in mind in this session he's a scorpio playbook and our pronouns are he and him hi i'm nick Bates. i believed every word that ed just said uh, <laughs> fortunately my character commander sam buckley did not he is the taurus playbook we use he him pronouns and i'm sue elliott i'll be playing sonia vega the gemini playbook um i think that's it <laughs> don't want to don't want to overpromise. <laughs> nice. Our pronouns are she and her. <laughs> and there's three out of four of those who I'm not sure will actually be in this session by the time we get to the bit of recording that is this session. Just saying. We're playing Last Fleet. It's that kind of game. So let's let's kill some players. <laughs> Characters, Josh. <laughs> Characters. <laughs> Good point. Small whatever but important say, distinction. What's that sound say? coming from inside the house? <laughs> well, I live with Josh, so it's <laughs> the sound of him coming to kill me. Yeah, unlucky Becky. <laughs> so, Vega and Roy, you're on this shuttle, right? Who's piloting the shuttle, please? That's a really good point. Oh, God. Uh, you used to be oh, a pilot. I, I'm, I'm piloting. Yeah, I went to pilot school. Okay. Let me hold the gun. While you're doing that, let's let's not do that. <laughs> well, there's got to be an element of trust here, otherwise we're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> well, I disarm the gun and give it to Roy. <laughs> I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm quite surprised by that. But all right, fine. Oh, why are you surprised? Now I'm like, oh. Oh, I just assumed that you wouldn't do that because you don't trust Roy, because he just said there's an element of trust. But you know, is there? Yes. I guess there must be. Isn't it great? Yes. Even the GM, when the GM is even against you, I mean, where do you go? I didn't I didn't say I was against <laughs> you, Dr. Roy. I'm rooting for you all the way, mate. I, I hope that you successfully wipe out the last vestiges of humanity. That's, that's <laughs> been the story all along in my head. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you're 
you've got the shuttle now. What are you actually planning to do here? That's an excellent question. Yes, what are we planning on doing here? So this is broadly the plan, I think. Correct me if you disagree with any of this. I will jump in when appropriate. Does the ship, first question though, does the ship have a direct phone line to the Nexus? The ship has comms that can be used like it comes on any ship and I think Vega probably probably knows how to contact the Nexus. I'm just wondering if that's a, that's an option yeah. in order to have more people. I, I would be very happy for Vega to contact the Nexus. I don't think you would be able to do it, Doctor, because you, you wouldn't know where to send the call, but I, they probably gave you a code or something. Yeah, there's probably a frequency that gets used. Oh, wait, 800 Nexus. Everyone knows it. It's free phone. It's a nice touch, you know. Well, they're kind like that. But for our American colleagues, that's 1-800. Good point. <laughs> so broadly the plan, I think, and the most likely to succeed, is for us to arrive and for me to convene with Natalia to say the wheels are in motion and the plan, blah, 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 blah. Right? Yeah, so you flannel her. And in getting close to her on the bridge, plant the bomb. Yeah, okay, I see what you're trying to do that. With backup plans in train, right, Vega? Yeah, I think so. I think half the was the plan for half the explosives to be in the bridge and for half to be take it for me to take half the explosives to the engine room. Yeah. And have a second. And if the explosives don't work, obviously you've got another arm, so that's fine. Sorry, that was <laughs> distasteful. Sorry, I apologize. I'll take it back. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a kind of. And what? Why? Why were you asking about the Nexus then? Why was I? I just feel like it'd be nice to have more people around that like us. Oh yeah. Well, you're assuming they like you. Well, like one of us. Sure. Yeah. I'll give you that. They might not be thrilled about being on a ship that's about to blow up. That's the only thing. Yeah, it, I'm thinking maybe we could make use of them to create disruption to maybe be able to get off the ship or take over sections of the ship that sort of thing right if it comes about like to sort of set that up as a possible narrative thing we could do do you see what i mean are you contacting them now in order to try and set this up or are you is this going to be a desperate last minute thing when the ship starts to explode (laughs) dial the nexus phone Mm. You shine your big Nexus symbol. I think it's it has to be something we set up in advance, otherwise it's just it's not I, I don't see it. Well you better have a conversation with oh, I can't remember any of my characters' names. Maybe it would help if I wrote them down. Carla Carla Gillis. Carla Gillis. Can Gillis. I also yes. can I just ask one other question before we get going to that? Have you taken the testing device on the shuttle or has it left at Roy's lab? It's been left as a sort of tantalising dessert for when I get back. If and when I get back. Slash epitaph. <laughs> yes. All right, so you need to call Carla Gillis, and I will do that on the way over. And we may as well roleplay through it, because it's a roleplaying game. That's how it's supposed to work. So, yeah, let's let's go. Gillis is like, hello there. I wasn't expecting to hear from you so soon. Well, things have escalated. Who have you got on the Agamemnon? Escalated from a situation where. Hmm. 
I mean, we have plenty of people on board the Agamemnon. Why do you ask? Because I need a favour from you. You have me all intrigued. I can't wait to hear what it is. We need some distractions on the Agamemnon. Distractions from what? Exactly. Look, I'm not going to bullshit you. We need to get over there. And we need to destroy the Agamemnon. You need to do what? Sorry, I, I think you may have fucked out there for a moment. Because <laughs> I thought I heard you say that you were going to try and destroy a battle cruiser. Believe it or not, that is exactly what I said. Are you sure that's what you want to do, Vega? Why? Why? Why would I help you to do that? I don't. Are you? Is this a serious? conversation we're having are you drunk <laughs> i wish i was but believe me this is the only option left things shit is going down okay you've seen all of the other ships evacuating right you've seen them jump i might have heard some word of that yeah oh yes you have the agamemnon isn't safe anymore Look, I am put, putting all my cards on the table. That that's that's just how serious it is right now. You have the opportunity to get out now if you want, but you also have the opportunity to help us shut this down for good. You're going to do this whether I help or not, aren't you? Yeah. So what is it that you want my help with? A distraction. Yeah. We need a clear route to the engine room and to the bridge. Anything that's going to draw security away from th th those routes. I think it's time to roll some dice, because I think you've got a move that you need to use here. Shit. This is mental. It is mental. We're both at breaking point. Yep. And uh, the whole season is at a breaking point. Yep. Pull strings, isn't it? Clearly. Yeah, but you've got, haven't you got the consort with the dangerous faction move that means you it works slightly different from you? Shit, yes, I do. <laughs> I don't oh remember what it does. I'm but... so bad at playing my own character. I mean, I wouldn't know about it either if it hadn't been for Nick mentioning it a few sessions back, so maybe you should get Nick to play character. <laughs> Nick should always play everyone's character. He knows all the moves. It'd be good. Like You just roleplay your character, and then when you want to do something, you just go, okay, now I'd like to use my mechanics, please, Nick. Tell me what yeah. I'm all. In the next game, we'll all be in comas and Nick <laughs> can play four people. Nick GPT. He needs to write his own <laughs> role-playing AI. <laughs> okay, so when I consort with a dangerous faction, roll to pull strings with a plus one bonus. Ah, yes. That's a ten, so that's Why have we not been fine. using that loads? Yeah, mate. You could be running the fleet by now. Yeah. So ten... Yeah. Shit, I should have so... gone for that move. That would have been really useful. <laughs> okay, so that is just that's just a regular pull strings move then. Yeah, basically that's that's correct. So it feels like you're getting a help like a supporter interfere. Yeah. Thing. Help with a specific task from an NPC or group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see how you might be performing an action at scale if you were trying to, I don't know, take over the bridge of the Agamemnon. But it feels like you're more trying to get 
help when you need it. So mm. I think let's just sort of hold it in your pocket for that. What I think Gillis Gillis sort of lets out a long, slow breath and says, I don't know why I trust you, Vega, but for some reason you've convinced me. Here's the thing. There's no way that I'm telling my people to help you if all that happens is they get blown up at the end of it. You're getting over there somehow. You've got some means of transport. So you're helping them get off too. We'll take as many people as we can fit on board. Fine. Fine. This is this is just crazy enough that I'm willing to do it. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm sat on the Hecate, so there's a limit to what can happen to me, right? <laughs> huh. So where are my people meeting you? We can we can cut the scene there if you want. Yeah, than, yeah. Uh, you having to send coordinates, <laughs> blah blah. <laughs> All right. So you you got to land this ship. That's the thing that keeps <laughs> running through my mind. You've got to actually get this ship onto the Agamemnon without anybody shooting you down. Hmm. Oh, does the doctor need to talk to? Is the doctor going to message the admiral? That's what I was wondering if you were going to do that. Do you want to jump? Do a space jump, Becky? Like from one ship to another. I'm sure that's happened in the film. We could probably do it. Hundred percent. Tycon just lines up between you and the Agamemnon and opens a door on either side of it for you to, to run through. I do, this isn't a piloting check I'm asking for. I'm, I'm. It's more the kind of why doesn't Agamemnon see you coming and just shoot you down? Well, it's it's their ship, so I'm assuming they will try and engage us at some point. At which point I'm going to pull the Doctor White card. <laughs> The old schmoozerini. Okay, that's fine. So you'll you wait for for them to contact you. I think, yeah, I think a voice. This is completely unrealistic, but I'm going to say that the admiral comes on over the comm because it means you can have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Or in fact, no, that is completely silly. So I mm-hmm. think uh, Corporal Denison on board the Agamemnon says, Agamemnon Shuttle Three. Confirm what you're doing right now, please. We weren't expecting you back. We're returning back back as scheduled. Uh, I don't think it was scheduled. Shuttle three. You're supposed to still be over there, aren't you? Meant to be dealing with the bridge. You're clearly uh, sorry. What was your name again, Corporal? I think now the Admiral's voice comes on. Doctor Roy, is that you? Yes, the very same. Well, this is interesting. That shuttle was supposed to be taking a one-way trip. What are you doing? Well, we're returning. We have some intel and we have some codes to share with you. I look nervously around the ship. And is there some reason why you can't just tell me the codes over the radio now? Well, we also want to seek safety from the impending Hecate takeover. We got almost caught in the crossfire. I appreciate the cause, but I would rather stay out of the crossfire if that's at all possible. Would you like to roll to cover something up, Dr. Roy? I feel like that might be what you're doing here. Do I want to roll... Dice. Some dice. Um, Yeah, okay. What's the... Let me just check the move. Is it smooth? Tell me it's smooth. (laughs) It's Every smooth. time I ask you to roll the dice at the moment, I feel like I'm staking the entire future. Of the yeah, day. I know. <laughs> it is terrible. It's a five. Right. It's a five. 
Oh, we just burn a bit of pressure then, mate. I'm at breaking point. <laughs> I know. I mean, I've pr- ticked loads of those boxes already in the last couple of things, but I guess. Is there anyone who's in a position to help, or are we going to go straight to consequences? I mean, nobody can help for two, can they? Yeah, yeah. If you roll a 10 on support, you get to hold two, which can both be spent to give a plus one. Don't you have to spend pressure for to roll support? Yes. Is everybody at breaking point then? Yes. So uh, this no. entire ship is at breaking point. Loris <laughs> and I aren't, but yeah. we have no idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Sue is, and she's the only one who could intervene. Okay, so there's a, a long pause, and the Admiral says, Very well, Dr. Roy. Come aboard. And the next thing we see is a squadron of Agamemnon Marines waiting for you outside the shuttle when you land. So what I want to know is... What are you going to do about that? Well, I mean, I assume they're and just that's there to directed at the me. both of you, by the way. I mean, she didn't also pick up on the wee thing, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God! Do you you could stay in the ship if I walk out and see Marines? You could stay in the ship, couldn't you? This is get turning into Star Wars. Yeah, I feel like you need to you need to whack some handcuffs on me or something, and then you go. <laughs> oh right, you're going with that. You're not going for the R two D two. Fine, makes sense. I'd go the same way. Okay, well I'm gonna. Ha- I- Roy's gonna step out like Baldur's Brass, which is unlike him, I know. But this is a special occasion. Okay, so there'll be like a Marine Sergeant Doctor Roy. Uh, we've been ordered to escort you to. Yes. Natalia, I, I assume. I want to say the brig. I want to say the brig. To be honest, is he gonna? I think. I think. I think you're going to be escorted to the brig. He says, um, "I've been given orders to escort you to the brig." Okay. How close am I to this person? Oh, um, close enough to touch them, almost five or, five or ten feet away. Yeah, you, you're probably close enough that. Uh, well, he's got they've got guns, so if you were to actually, oh well, I put my I put my arms out like that. And go, well, very well. I'm sure this will uh, all be sorted out soon enough. All right. I stick out my giant three-foot tongue. Are you, are you <laughs> hoping to use your move? Yes. Because you're touching this marine. Well, is, is he Corax is the question. That's up to you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think your move is going to trigger off that, I'm afraid. Sozzles. But I'm get, gathering from this that Vega is not coming out of the ship. I mean, they're going to search the ship, aren't they? Do they know about the false floorboard? No, they don't. <laughs> really suspicious wooden floorboard <laughs> in the ship. I might require you to roll some dice to be lucky enough that they don't come and look for you. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really thought about that. I don't know if they would necessarily will search the ship straight away. All right, I will risk. I will get hide in the ship and risk being found, I think. Well, I miss out on your I spy. I've been to all the bricks in all of the fleet. Oh, I know, I've just nearly got the full, yeah. Just need one more stamp. Okay, well, let's see. I think, Dr. Roy, you are marched away. I don't think they bother to put you in handcuffs. They don't regard you as enough of a threat. So... They massively underestimate Like, me. a couple of marines take you, take you down to the brig, and Vega... Do with you, Vega. Am I going to have people come onto the ship and search it? I, I can't decide whether I think it's like a really <laughs> obvious thing that they obviously would search it, or they've got really no reason to, so they don't. 
it depends on whether she picked up on the Wii or not. And I think that's the key, isn't it? If well, didn't, I didn't. Let's assume that she didn't. Well, then if you didn't, then then it's just me. Is Roy the sort of person to use the royal Wii? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's, it's more like Roy's clearly acting suspiciously. Why has he flown this shuttle over? Is he just being weaselly and genuinely does want to escape from the um, Hecate? Or might he have something on board that shuttle? Yeah, I'm the biggest weasel in town. Everyone knows that. Just ask Loris. Well, I guess we could roll to find out. That's the only way to do this, right? I have to, yeah. Do you know what? I think I'm going to have to ask you to shake off the threat of somebody coming and discovering you. Don't roll badly. That's all I'm saying Oh, God. Why would you say that? Well, I didn't want to roll badly, but, you know, here we are. (laughs) Oh, nine on the dice. Oh, you well done. Ten with my plus one half. Yeah! Nice. Okay. Just, just, sorry, this may matter. A, a ten on shake-off, you take plus one forward. <gasps> I know, didn't somebody else get a ten on shake-off just recently? I did. Nice, okay. I think these two, a couple of the Marines are going to come and like poke their head around the corner. Why don't they see you? Because with my pilot training, I know how to um, actually get within the guts of the shuttle quite quickly and quite efficiently. So I'm able to actually stash myself away in a kind of behind a panel. This is from like pilot training school hijinks, I can only assume. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Sardines pilot style. It's awesome. <laughs> all the all the wires just overlaying like that. <laughs> no, and move them out and put them back in again. Yeah, so I think that it's just like a couple of these marines. Just they 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 don't even bother to do a proper look. They just kind of go in, have a glance around, and go, you know, shrug their shoulders. <laughs> no, no, no secret explosives uh, to be seen. So they just <laughs> uh, head off and leave you behind. Am I going to have to shove all these explosives on my, up my butt? Is that... Possibly. I guess I've, I've ba- I must have jettisoned them as soon as I saw all the marines swaying outside the ship. Or you've got them on your person at the risk of, be, of having them discovered. It's up to you. You'll have to think about that. Seems dangerous. <laughs> I guess, what, after a while we see the hatch pop and Vega get out? Hmm. I was kind of hoping there'd be some explosives left in the in the shuttle. Are you? Are they are they all up your bum, Roy? Yeah, no, I think I think <laughs> I've abandoned them. I think I abandoned them because if I'm caught with them, I, I have no no leverage, leverage at, at all. all. Right, yeah. so yeah, I've abandoned them. I'm assuming that you've got the explosives in that case, Vega. That not like wherever they were put, they weren't discovered. Mm-hmm. So. I guess we see you. You're, you're heading out to. I'm heading to the engine room, and I'm saying a silent prayer to Carla Gillis, hoping that she doesn't let me down. Okay. I kind of want a final conversation between Doctor Roy and the Admiral, so I think let's cut to the brig. And I think. I think in in the movie version of this, this is where we splice together a split frame mm. where. Uh, Loris and, and Sam are back to back on two different ships holding off, you know, firing guns, holding off Marines. Yes, I and agree. And then back to Roy. Well, I was thinking maybe we've got four panels, you know, in the in the, in the the comic. We've got you guys nice. with your gunfights going on. We've got 
Roy sitting there patiently in the brig as the Admiral opens the door and we've got Vega sneaking through the corridors of the ship at the same time. Are you suggesting that everything ends in a heist, Nick? I, be- I believe we always <laughs> knew that this was where it was going to end up. Toby. Commander. What are you What are you doing? You, you know this wasn't the plan that we'd agreed. Well, for some reason, I'm never aware of the plan until the plan actually arrives. Perhaps you could enlighten me on that. She actually looks a little bit puzzled by that and says, but you always seem so in control, Toby. It's a surprise to me to hear you say that. After all, a lot of this was your idea. I don't know what breaking point action is. Punch Natalia in the nose. I'll let you have your move, by the way. I mean, I feel like I'm almost giving you some of the stuff from your move before you even triggered it. What, the, the which, which one? Uh, reach out and touch the... Oh, the reach out and touch. I say, well, it's difficult to know who the real Roy is sometimes. Perhaps I'm holding on to some humanity, but perhaps I'm here because I've realised where my loyalties finally lie. I want to believe that. I just don't understand why you didn't just stay on board the Hecate like we'd discussed. Something feels off about it. But I felt that I owed it to you to come and have a... come and talk about it with you. If it was anyone else, I'd just blow them out of the airlock. Well, that's very unlike you as well, Natalia. You seem a little impulsive yourself. Perhaps everyone in this situation is under pressure. It seems like the right thing to do. Ultimately, nature will take its course on Hecate, and I wanted to be by your side when it happened. I think she'll come over to you and, like, take your hands. I'm imagining that you're sitting down on a brig, like a chair. Chair or something, but chair, yeah. yeah. So she'll she'll take your hands and look you in the eye, mm-hmm. and just she's not even saying anything. She it's like she's studying you, trying to see what's really going on in there. Well, I've studied stoicism for twenty. I do calisthenics and stoicism. That's my main two things that I do. So I'm I'm gonna can I trigger my move? Yeah, yeah, go for it. You are literally <laughs> touching the enemy. Do you have to roll dice for it? Do I? Yeah, I think I do. Do I? Yes. Um, so you just got spend two. Choose two. Oh, choose two. There's something new about the enemy. Ask the gem a question. You are calmed and bolstered to raise pressure until you have exactly two boxes marked. That's quite good, isn't it? I don't think you can do that. Not unless you take a breaking point action first. I've got to have taken a breaking point action by now, surely. Have you? Possibly you have, actually. This might constitute taking <laughs> foolish action without whatever wording is on your sheet. Yeah, uh, hang on a minute. Uh, I've, taken, I've taken foolish action. Uh, your worst instance of abandoning duty and reason to heedlessly follow your impulses. Maybe indulge? Maybe? What's the wording of take foolish action? Putting yourselves or others in danger without consulting others. I've, done, I've taken that already previously. Oh, have you? Oh dear. Yeah, so the indulge is the one I'm thinking here. Your worst instincts, indulge your worst instincts, abandoning duty and or reason to heedlessly follow your impulses. And what, I don't fit? know, what have you done that you think fits? I'm just about to get off with the head of the Korax. Okay. 
that. Sure. Is that what's going to happen now? Am I am I actually going to abandon duty? Who knows? Have I, have I abandoned duty? Uh, listen, I don't think it matters that much because what you, you appear to be doing is trying to trigger your breaking point so that you can make a move that would reduce your pressure down to two. Hitting your breaking point would reduce your pressure down to two. Oh, uh, okay, fine. I see. Okay, fine. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep my breaking point until I'm not sure when I'm gonna hit that breaking point. Well, I'm just keep yeah, doing just, crazy shit. Well, until I'm they, just wondering what you're gonna do with this scene, basically. Well, I'm gonna learn something new about the enemy. Okay. Have you got something you'd like to know? What does Natalia see as the end game here with two, between the two ships at this point? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> she. she you can tell me something about myself as well, if you like. reach her hand out and just stroke Dr. Roy's face, uh, the side of his face, and say, I, all this time, I've hoped that humanity and the Corex can become as one. And in a way, you are the test case for that, Dr. Roy. You're... As they say, you're neither fish nor fowl, are you? You're neither one nor the other, not really. Perhaps I should have realised that sooner. You can't decide which you are. And that's because you're not entirely one or the other. I knew it was a hybrid. But I still believe believe it can be done. Once the bridge has been taken on the Hecate, the rest of the fleet can join us can become part of the Corax. We'll all be part of the Corax. That's what I've wanted all along. There's there's no need for bloodshed. There's no need for pain. We just want to absorb humanity. And I thought that you wanted to help us do that, but... I, at that very moment when she pauses, I go for the kiss. Okay, nice. I say, uh... I see now. And I nod and look into her eyes. Are you trying to trigger Ruth there? I don't know, am I? I don't know whether you're trying to like... Are you trying to get her to release you? Maybe you're trying to cover something up? Yeah, well, I guess I'm trying to get out of here, right? And um, I'm trying to... Yeah, I'm trying to get out, get out of here and into her good books and get her to trust me. So, Nick Bot, what's the move? <sighs> Nick GPT says... <laughs> I'm just trying to work out if you're manipulating her. Possibly. Oh my god! Finally, he gets to use it. Oh, and I say, and I say, and that makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Don't. How does that move work again? I think you might be right. I think this is actually a really good idea. When you reach out by playing on someone's emotions or sympathies, yes. Roll yeah, smooth for the kiss. I am, yeah. Well, you still have to share something of your inner feelings, for God's sake. Basically, you know, make it all about you. Make her feel guilty about what you've been going through or something like that. Okay. I say, uh, if I'm honest with you, Natalia, I've been trapped on a ship with other humans away from the rest of the Korax, not knowing whether I was truly part of the collective. This is my test to you, Natalia, if you'll take me on the Agamemnon, then together we can finish this thing. Oh, Toby, 
you know, I could never say no to you. Uh, but you better move that, make that move to see whether, whether how well that sticks. I've got no pressure. I've got zero pressure. This is fucking dire. But it's plus smooth. It's plus smooth. Yeah, but the other one was plus smooth. They're all four. Oh, it's an eight. Yeah. Right. So what does that get you for a, a for manipulate? On a hit, you can demand that they do something for you, and they only get the usual pressure reduction if they do it. So. So what do you want us to do? Well, I think uh, get me out of here and make sweet, sweet love to me. That's what I'm saying to her, I think. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, right away. Well, we'll, you know, drift off up the step. There'll be like a trail of clothes to speak of. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll have to stretch it out because there's probably quite a lot of floors between here and there. Just like a sock on every other floor or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you wish you bought extra layers. <laughs> It's very funny. I'd planned ahead. I, I I can't see her taking you all the way up to her quarters from here. So I'm thinking. All right. I want I want to be out of the brig and by her side is what I'm trying to get. All right. To. Cool. She'll say, "When you called from the shuttle, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure whether you might be playing some kind of double game. Agents like you, sometimes it can go wrong, but." I can see that I was wrong to to be worried. Let's get you out of here. And she'll walk you out of the cell. I think we've got to find out what's happening with Vega now. Well, Vega is... She was on her way to the engine room. Has she, has she managed that? Yeah, great question. She's been there before, so... Yeah, you know the way. There's no trouble with that. But you're on board a hostile ship where if anybody sees you... I mean, it's a big military ship. You don't look like a military person. So I think maybe maybe we're going to have to roll some dice. I think it would be a bit weird if we didn't. Nah. So <laughs> what are we thinking? Like, I guess, I guess you're trying to shake off the crew of the Agamemnon. The entire crew of the Agamemnon. <laughs> With the help of the Nexus when the time arises. And they don't know they've been boarded either, right? You've got that so... back pocket hold. I got two back pocket holds. Two? I got one from Carla, and then I got one from the other thing. From shaking off? Yes. Oh, yeah. Plus one forward, yes. Yeah, that's not a back pocket hold, that's just plus one forward. Yeah, sorry. I got, so I got... Mm, so can I use, can I stack those? Yeah. Or can I just use... Yeah. So I've got plus three altogether. Well, you've... You, the... the the hold from the Nexus is a spend and use thing, so you don't have to use it unless it's needed, mm. basically. Oh, I see. Awesome. Okay. It's basically like you've got a spare point of pressure. Well, that's handy, isn't it? That's an eight. So with my hard and the plus one forward, that's a ten. So I'll keep my hold for now. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. Well, I guess... All those crap rolls were saving up for this moment. Describe <laughs> what we see of Vega making her way to the drive room. Vega is just in her element here. She's anticipating. Her ears are absolutely primed for any kind of noise. And she can also hear just occasionally sort of a very distant kind of bangs and scuffles and things like that, shouts. And she knows that things are going down elsewhere in the ship. 
It's a couple of close calls, but she's just able to keep her cool, just slip into shadows when she needs to, and she just keeps moving and keeps moving until she reaches the the core of the ship. Yeah. See, you may recall the core is like this big room with this spinning, glowing thing that is the the drive. Well, man, you're going to blow it up and I'm going to be screwed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, you're just going to blow it up, right? Is that is that the idea? Is there like a comms panel in here at all? Sure. I think I want to send a coded message, like in, in some kind of Nexus code, which is like abandoned ship. <laughs> yep. Like, as in, over the general broadcasts, Dr. Roy is heroically getting his end away while this happens, <laughs> was my understanding. <laughs> as long as it's heroic. I mean, this is history for you in action, isn't it? There's always two sides <laughs> to it. Let's say, let's say yes. Let's say it's, it's, um, it's a coded message, but it is a kind of ship-wide message. Presumably, that's in your voice, right? They could, they, people can hear it's you giving out a message. It's just that only the Nexus people will know what it means. I assumed it was some kind of like Morse type thing. Okay. So I could just, yeah, they've got their own sort of series. They've got their own Morse code type thing. Yeah, but everybody hears it. Yeah. All right, fine. Well, that includes you, Dr. Roy. The comm goes off and a series of, I guess, clicks probably comes over the comm. And the Admiral looks concerned about this. Do I know what it means? Oh, unless Vegas told you. I don't think you probably do, unless you just prime computation it and somehow realise what it must mean. I am a genius. I mean, there's only a limited number of people on this ship who would randomly send a series of clicks over the radio right now. The difference between you and the Admiral is you know who it is. Yeah, but I don't know what it means. It could mean... Uh, my legs are being pulled off by Marines. Oh, yay, we've won. <laughs> sure, well, I'll leave you to ponder that. Is that message being sent out as you, just before you exit the drive room, leaving the explosives on the timer? So, here's the question. I have, uh, I still need to do my breaking point move. Right. One of which is Exit the game. Yes. <laughs> you can't know that's what I'm going to do. You could both exit the game the same way if you hang around long enough. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm leaning towards. <laughs> do I think she's just sort of, she's got the detonator in her new hand. And she's just looking into that, looking into that spinner, <laughs> glowing spinning core. And this is just, this is just the only way, you know. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I never got to say goodbye. Doctor Roy, you're going to get blown up as a result of this, unless you're taking some sort of action. Well, so how big is the explosion? Is it a complete... I thought we agree... Well, it's like double... You've double-dosed, haven't you? So we were going to originally blow up the bridge and the drive room, and now you've put all of it in one thing. I mean, the drive room's quite a significant 
placed itself a bomb I, as well. I think the aim here feel. is to destroy the Agamemnon, isn't it? So yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, it just punk makes a small hole. What's my plan? Oh, I, I think I'm, I'm unaware. Well, either I'm aware by the clicks, or I guess that's the thing. Can we determine it in some sort of role thing, whether I know it? I, I kind of like the idea of leaving it ambiguous. Does Roy know exactly what's going on and keep the Admiral distracted until the very last minute so that Vega can pull off the plan? Or does Dr. Roy not know what's going on and he's just too busy getting his end away and leave it like, who knows? Or do you want a hero's death? Or do you want to escape a life? That's, that's the other option. Oh, you... sorry. I just uh... hadn't really even thought about that. <laughs> We are talking about Dr. Roy here. I mean, if this is the final moment of the game, then I think we should just leave Roy's motivations completely ambiguous at this point. Because he's been, like, good and, like, won Vega over to get her over to the ship to do the thing, but then has also then done the same thing with Natalia. So you can leave him as an enigma for everyone, I guess, at that point. Wrapped in a mystery. I love that. Wrapped so in seen, bacon, obviously, because that's better. We've seen the last moment, Vega, of her staring into the spinning mechanism. What is our last moment that we see of Dr. Roy, if it's not too tasteless? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> I think you see him entering Natalia's private quarters. <laughs> 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 you've, got, you've got to lie back and think of England sometimes. <laughs> I mean, where, where, where else? Well, oh. it's either that. Or, well, either that or I arrive at the bridge. So the other. No, Ed, that's not why we're laughing. You walk into her private quarters. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, we slowly <laughs> walk in, hand in hand, like John and Yoko. Yes. And I think. I there's a sort of a close up of Roy's face as he so, you you can see him sort of thinking like there's like there's a lot of emotions in the eyes but it's almost un, you can't work out what it means and then the door shuts. Okay, nice. We'll explain to you why we we're all laughing there if, uh, later on. If Is you, it because if you, like. you were thinking we were, we were still throwing socks off and? It's because you said Doctor Roy will enter. Natalia, and then you paused. <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then well, you said private that's... quarters. Which was even Entire, funnier. private quarters. <laughs> sorry, I missed that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Margaret Thatcher all over again. Right, over on the bridge of the Hecate. Yep. I think the exchange of gunfire is getting more intense and... Your your back is pressed against some surface, Buckley. What do we see that you're doing just before a massive wave of Tenebrium energy sweeps over the ship and upends everything? I think Sam is trying to raise Loris on the comm. Well, I was thinking of going back and trying to pilot this ship so I could be available to be raised on the comm. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. I think on an open channel, Sam says, Emily, can you hear this? Yeah, I got you, Sam. It's not going well over here. Are you safe? Yeah, 
It's all fine. Catan's showed up. It's going really well. I'll uh, I'll come over in a minute and pull you out of it. Am I intended to buy that, or is no, <laughs> not in the slightest? Okay, right. <laughs> okay, I think then Sam says that's great news. I I look forward to it. I'll tidy things up over here. Roll out the red carpet. Yeah. See you soon, Emily. Not long now. And then I think there is both ships are rocked by a shockwave. Maybe a kind of Star Trek style, you know, arms and legs akimbo moment as as both ships are tossed about like like tiny toy boats on a tidal wave. Hmm. And the marines who were trying to storm the bridge are thrown flying. But the marines who were trying to storm the Tycon are thrown flying. And the there's a moment of pure chaos as a as a wave of tenebrium energy washes through, passing through physical objects and disrupting systems. I think in the chaos it's possible that anything could happen. So I don't know, what do you want to do? Do you wanna like have a, a final brief scene finding out what happened after that? I've got an idea for a final brief scene on the Hecate that maybe doesn't need to involve either of us. But Okay. Just uh, jumping ahead. So let me know if you don't want us to jump. But jumping ahead, yeah, that's fine. somehow the situation with these Agamemnon Marines is dealt with. Maybe half of them were Korax and they're stunned or or whatever. It doesn't matter. And we see the doors to Roy's lab open. And a couple of Marines and maybe also Sam come into the lab and there's the Korax detector sitting there on the table. And I don't know, do we want to know what it says? Yeah. Isn't it like the spinning Inception thing, though? Do we want it to be the spinning Inception? Like, just as it pans up to the result, roll credits. I think the question maybe is for Sue. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because I know what I think. I really want to know. <laughs> do, you, do you want to tell me the answer? Do you want me to tell you? I no, you tell me. I can't handle that kind of <laughs> decision. Josh, you put yourself into this corner. That's fine. I I know what I think the answer is. I think it shows. By the way, you don't know whose whose tissue sample is it. No, no, we're never going to know. The mm. audience knows, but yeah, but yeah. Well, I think. It's green for human, red for Corax. I think the light is flashing red. <gasps> Just one of us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a that's a hell of a hell of an epilogue. <laughs> By the way, it occurs to me, BSG style, that maybe maybe being a Corax person who dies isn't quite the same as being human that dies. So who knows? Maybe it isn't the last we'll see of <laughs> Dr. Roy and Sonia Vega. Thank you for listening to Black Armada Tales. This has been our last session of Last Fleet. We're going to have a few more episodes coming out in which we'll be playing Gladiators 2050, which is a mashup of 
the 90s Gladiators TV show with dystopian fiction such as The Running Man and The Hunger Games. And then we'll be taking a break over the Christmas period to regather our energies for a new season. Don't forget also that we will be live streaming a Q&A session on the 12th of December and there's a link to that in the show notes. Hope to see you there. That, that was a fabulous finale. That was amazing. You're so brilliant. All of Ed, you, I love you. Sue, Josh, like so well done. We got there. Oh, how are you doing, Ed? <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, I mean, you were yeah. brilliant, mate. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. I just feel like uh, his um, redemption arc was never completed, but like that's Doctor Roy, I guess. Oh, that's what makes it so perfect. Is that right up until the end? Maybe Dr. Roy didn't even know which side he was on. Well, I don't, yeah, he just decides given where he is and whether he's going to mm. die or not, basically. That's how well, he you, didn't, you didn't sell Vega out. Yeah, he didn't sell Vega nope. out. No. Yep. He could have done that. Yeah. He could have said, uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to secure my position by telling you what you need to know here. Instead, he takes her off, knowing that um, unless Vega fucks up, the ship's going to get blown up. Yeah, I don't think that's as ambiguous as all that. That's true. That's a pretty good redemption arc, Ed. Okay, fine. So I don't want another bad word said about Dr. Roy to any of you. <laughs> He's a lovely person. You just have to get to know him, that's all. I think he did a fabulous job with the Scorpio, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah, really much harder work than I had with my pilot jock, Ed. It's, 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 it's a tough one to balance. Mm, yeah. Like what you do know, what you don't know, what you want. With you could go much more like you know what's going on and play into that a lot more. I guess. Yeah, I feel like you you could have collapsed that wave function way earlier, and it was way stronger for for you not yeah. doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's an alternate kind of more tortured version of the Scorpio who is more like kind of boomer. Mm. Early who's... early days boomer. Who's like very obviously supposed to be a goodie who keeps finding that they've done terrible things and feels awful about it. And you yeah. definitely didn't go down that road. It was much more kind of, I'm going to leave it open as to quite how I feel about this. Yeah. I think it's because of the scientist type of oh. element mm. rather than if you're going to be like a pilot or an engineer or something then. Well, it was much more Gaius Baltari. Yeah. Who really does flips and flops, and you're never really mm. sure what side he's on. And yeah, so did you know that was you were going to end in the engine room? Were you planning that? Because that it's 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 the perfect loop around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I kind uh, I, I just say yes. Take the credit. It was one of the possibilities <laughs> that I was cultivating. It could have gone in any. You know, I was like, I wanted to be prepared for like just. Doing, being a complete turncoat and siding with the admiral and taking oh, the yeah. doctor's yeah. place and stuff like that. Oh, as that well. would have been an amazing ending. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I sort of wasn't. I sort of thought that might be the case, but we probably needed to sort of plan that a bit ahead of time. So, it's... I mean, this felt perfect to me. Yeah. Yeah. Either of those would have been fabulous. Yeah. But... No, that was amazing. Yeah, it was a great ending. 
Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like I kind of want to. I, I I want there to be a season two because I want to know what happens to Hecate and its little fleet of ships now that they've lost the Agamemnon. But um, did Loris survive? Can I ask? I was Tell assuming us. that you that that both you and Buckley would. Survive yes, I was hoping, but I wasn't a hundred percent. Explosive to confirm. Wedding epilogue. Wedding well, I, epilogue. I, like I gave you the opportunity to have a post, you know, a kind of epilogue scene with the two of you meeting up. Oh no, but Nick's epilogue scene was much more. It was much more horror movie, is that? What you yeah, mean? well, kind of. Well, no, no, was it though? It was much more. It was more pathos, wasn't there? Because in the end, yeah. the people who saved humanity were two Koraks yes, who sacrificed themselves yeah. to save the rest of humanity, and I like that. That's a, that's a very fitting ending. I will say that I that is exactly <laughs> <laughs> why why I set that up because oh, it's like just need a little thing at the end, just mm. just to yeah. Ah, uh, nice. But, yeah. Uh, that can we talk about that little that little communication between Sam and Emily at the end there that just managed to have me nearly bawling with what like fifth, 20 words or something like that that's yeah. r- ridiculous how dare you be that emotional <laughs> in such a short space of time you should just feel Good lucky Lord. that I didn't then say okay roll to reach out <laughs> <laughs> I'd have come into the other room and shoved a die down your throat, my friend. So, I mean, that relationship played out brilliantly, I thought, because yeah. it's so, so sort of subtle, but sort of warm and honest in mm. all the rest of the sea of shit that was going on. It's so sad <laughs> it's that we really didn't nice. get to see basically any of the, the open relationship between Buckley but that's and Lawrence, season two. That's season two. Blown up. <laughs> <laughs> that's season two. Yeah. Because it, 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 season two is like a rom com. Well, this is it's it's one of the things I particularly hate about series television, where you have a kind of will they won't they relationship, and then they finally do, and then in the next season some bullshit reason oh, happens yeah, to yeah, push yeah. pair of them I apart. So if there's a second season, it's not that. No, it's definitely not that. <laughs> Don't look at yeah, him; he's thinking already. <laughs> What about what GM, bullshit reason I can come up with? Yeah, his little GM hamster balls going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Loris, it turns out, isn't who she thought she was at all. And it's her twin sister. So, <laughs> the whole thing was just a big misunderstanding. You've been playing Passion, <laughs> I can tell. Uh, I'm sure there's one TV series where they, the will they went, they got together and they didn't put any bullshit in. And it was just really nice. I'm trying to think of what that was. They did it with Chuck. And the, for the season immediately after they got married, they tried the the to drive a wedge between them, and it just was dumb. Mm. And then the season after that, I could tell that somebody had thought, you know, that's just dumb. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. they well, I didn't love that show, but Chandler you know. and Monica, obviously. Yeah. R.I.P. Which one is Chandler and which one is Monica in this analogy? Well, so they got together, and then they just stayed together the whole time. Yeah. But it was quite near the end, wasn't it? I don't really remember. It was not as that much close to the end as you thought it was. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't really watch a lot of Friends. Yeah. I, I, I really watched them that. up to the point when they got married, and then I stopped watching, which is exactly what I did last time. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they could have broken up after that, I guess. I don't know. You're all a pack of legends. That was fabulous. That was so amazing. You were wonderful. <laughs> 